Hey, everybody, Dave Hagen here. We're getting to the end of the year and we've got the holidays on us. But you know what it's also time to do? A year-end review. We'll talk about that today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Thank you, Nick. And hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Financial Wellness Podcast. We've got Brian Reed with us here today. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Pretty good there, David. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. We're coming to you, everybody, today from all the usual places. And if you don't remember, think back to a prior podcast because uh, we're all at home. We're all doing our uh, our quarantine and our social distancing and all that good stuff. And uh, we're coming to you from all the usual places. So let me ask you this. How'd your 2020 go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I almost hate to say that. Oh my goodness, what a poo pile of a year. Did you meet any of your goals? It's okay if you didn't. I mean, it really is okay if you didn't. Uh, why? Well, it's because it's been a difficult year. I think that except for maybe a wartime year, and hopefully we won't have any of those on a go forward basis, but except for a wartime year, this has probably been one of the most difficult years we'll ever see in our lifetime, or at least one of the top three for, for sure. I mean, there was no way to plan really for 2020 at the stuff, the way stuff was coming at us. Um, it seems like we were almost reactive all year long. You know, first we had, uh, well, we had the death of Kobe Bryant, but we had the virus. We, we had race issues. You know, we had the economy and uh, we were just reacting to this stuff all year long, just trying to get it on through. And yeah, there were, there were some opportunities to be had out there. Remember we, we talked about Brian, the, the kid that opened up a disinfectant business. He was disinfecting like, you know, hotels and this and that. And he, he bought one right. of these foggers and, mm -hmm. um, you know, and so, you know, he, he had found some economic opportunity in a difficult time, but for the most part, we were just reacting and it was just brutal. And you know what? It, it's okay. I mean, it's okay if you didn't do too well on your goals these years. I mean, Normally I say, hey, look, you got you to gotta hit these goals. You got a little bit of time left. What We're looking at maybe five, six, seven percent in the whole year. And normally at this time of the year, we're talking about, hey, take a look, get your goals, hit your goals, do some things to get caught up, et cetera, et cetera. And this year I'm going, it's okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it is. That's the kind of year that it's been. So, um, you know, at that's okay. This is one of those few, few times that Brian and I are going to say it's, it's okay. <laughs> Let's and just if you ride it out and get to 20, huh? 2021. Let's ride it out and get to 2021. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, I, I, um, I can't remember a year that's been 
as bizarre and, and where we've been as reactive and, um, it, it's, it's just one of those things. We'll look back and we'll laugh. And, you know, if you see something like really screwed up or really difficult, I'm sure we'll refer to it as a 2020 on a go forward basis, you know, mm-hmm. but to our listeners out there, Hey, if you met some goals, that's great. I mean, that's incredible. That's phenomenal. Pat yourself on the back. Um, now, if you didn't have any goals, ouch, that's a problem. Then we're going to have to have a little talk. Brian and I are going to have to pull you aside and we're going to have a little talk with you. Um, you know, stay tuned. I mean, we're going to talk about goals setting in the in the coming weeks. We've talked about it before. Um, if you want to get a head start on that topic, go to episode 202 of the Financial Wellness Podcast, where we talk about setting goals, but we're going to take that to a another level and think about that in another way in a couple episodes. But uh, if you think back to, to last year, we talked about creating a tombstone statement. Don't know what that is? Go back to episode 202. And we talked about creating long-term goals and short-term goals. And we talked about the th- six things that uh, that goals should meet. So if you want to know what those are, go back to episode 202. I listened to it. Um, I didn't remember some of those things. I got to tell you, right? I'm, I'm listening to episode 202 earlier in the day and I'm going, Oh, huh, this is pretty damn good. <laughs> I've forgotten <laughs> that we were that thorough back. That, that was a good point. Two. It was <laughs> yeah, really who thought that up. <laughs> but I think that some of this stuff should be repeated periodically because some of the truths are basic and intrinsic and, We'll talk about them in different ways. We'll add to them, subtract to them. But um, hey, I think I think two hundred two was was a good one, and that was uh, well, gosh, that was almost two years ago now. I think Grief. that was that episode two hundred two would have been beginning of season two, so twenty nineteen. Well, maybe not two years ago. Yeah, almost two years ago, right? Oh wow, time flies when you're when you're having fun, you know. But besides meeting your goals, besides that being part of your year-end review, maybe there's some other things that we could review, mostly financial kinds of goals, because this is, after all, the TFWP. And that brings up the question, how'd you do meeting some of your financial goals? Or what are some of the things that you can do even to look at some of the things that are related to your financial goals. How you doing? How you closing? And there's some things to look at. For example, review your expenses. You know, go to the the debit card statement or or go to your bank account and look at some of those expenses. Are there some that you could you could trim for next year? You know, a little tuck, a little nip, something like that. Um, but take a look at that. Like Maybe you've got some old subscriptions that you aren't listening to. You know, maybe maybe you're, um, uh, you know, you've been subscribing to Apple Music and Spotify at the same time. Maybe it's time to cut that back. Or maybe there's part of your television package. You know, a little trim here or there, something that you might want to take a look at. Maybe you want to do a little wants and needs analysis, and you can trim some of those those wants. You know, if, if you want to have some information or revisit some information about wants and needs, 
go to episode 223 and listen to that. Um, by the way, I've been talking with uh, college students lately, talking to a couple of classes on the issue of wants and needs because it's part of the business program at their school. So a shout out to my friends, the students listening from Cal State Northridge and Cal State Long Beach. Um, if you're listening, I know who you are because I've, I've seen you all in class or, or over a, a big Zoom. So I get a kick out of that. And uh, shout out to um, all of those folks. Another thing you might want to think about is, you know, do I need an increase in income? If you're looking back over the last year and you're going, wow, I'm just hitting the treetops, man. Um, take a look at your income. Is it is it time for a different job if you're underpaid or underappreciated? Something to think about. Is it time for maybe a side hustle? Um, now, I don't know if you want to have a side hustle permanently long term. I mean, you can't work full time and also drive some Uber, but Maybe you want to do a side hustle to generate some money for a specific target or a specific goal that you might have. I don't know, something to think about, something to do as part of your year-end review and, and leading into your, your goals for next year. What about any opportunities that you might see out there for the upcoming year? You know, Brian, I've been looking at, uh, of course, I've been looking at this for several months, but you know, I, I thought that a lot of people would be buying masks and it turns out I'm really right. Like who's buying masks like everybody, you know, when, it, when the thing first hit, I bought one that was like on one side, it was black and the other side, it was an American flag. And mm -hmm. I thought, well, that's good. And I, you know, I bought it on a, on a corner. I was headed somewhere, didn't have a mask. And there was some lady sitting there selling masks. So I said, okay, um, I'll buy one. Uh, but, but since then I've seen all sorts of people producing all sorts of different kinds of masks. And some of them are, some are kind of fun. I mean, some of them got some real high end artwork on them from famous artists. You know, I've, I've seen some, some Van Gogh masks, you know, someone got, someone's rocking some, some starry night on the lower part of Every their Every NFL team has got their own masks, all kinds of different versions with their logos and all the college teams have their own masks as well. So there's a market. It's another piece of apparel, I guess. Yeah. Maybe we should get some TFWP masks so we could wear them to the depot and people go, uh, uh, what, what is that? You know, <laughs> I saw a guy, he had like a, a mask of, it was like the lower half of a guy's face with like a whole bunch of bearded stubble mm -hmm. and a big stogie sticking, sticking out, hanging down. And I thought that is classic. Um, I was thinking about one that would be really interesting. Remember in the in the cartoons when the, the wolf would see something he liked and, and the big tongue would hang out and now, Ooga. <laughs> and that, that would get some attention going through. I bet the you that there's gotta be one of somebody like sticking their tongue out. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Right. Or, I mean, I don't know what, whatever anyone's potential or particular interest is, but um, there, you know, maybe that's a business opportunity for someone. You, you have some printed out and you throw them out on, uh, Etsy and and you see what see what happens. Didn't Nick tell us one time he'd bought a mask that had some kind of a political statement on it? Um, I forget what the political statement was. I but it was don't uh, remember. Yeah. I don't normally I, listen when Nick talks. <laughs> oh, oh wait, did I say that? I said that out loud, didn't I? 
See, Nick doesn't show up and, and, he, <laughs> and he's getting dogged on the show. <laughs> you know where Nick is this week, by the way. He's studying for final exams. I said, well, good luck. And I hope that works out well, because as many of you know, he's in law school. And I said, so when you finish this, this, and then you graduate, guess what? Now you get to take a two and a half day quiz called the bar exam. <laughs> it's a little so, quiz. You know, he, he asked for it and, uh, you know, we can, we can bust his chops about it, but think about that. And on the income side, um, did you take advantage of any potential opportunities this year? Are there some opportunities that you might be able to take advantage of next year? Something to think about. As you close out on the year, you should also be reviewing your investments. You know, what investments? Well, I hope you've got some money set aside. I mean, if nothing else, an emergency fund, if it hasn't been depleted because of the cove, um, or if you're starting to build up some long-term financial wealth, you need to really take a look at that periodically and certainly at the end of the year. And some of the things you want to ask yourself are, you know, are my are my investments properly allocated? Am I carrying too much risk than what I'm comfortable with or what I should have for my age group? Have I touched bases with my financial planner? And does my financial planner agree with the, the way that I'm moving forward? Um, are there the kind of investments that I have that maybe I don't want to have next year? I mean, you really don't want um, companies perhaps that are affected by, you know, the COVID um, you know, I mean, this year, look at that, look at the airlines and look at some of the amusement parks and some of the other things that have just been so decimated. I mean, maybe it's an opportunity to um, trim some of those out of your portfolio. By the same token, is there anything out there that's a unique opportunity um, where you could invest some money into, you know, maybe something like Brian Reed Face Masks Incorporated or something like that, you know? There's some great opportunities. I mean, I I remember, uh, what, March, April, um, I saw everybody starting to um, move to use a new program called Zoom. Hmm. And, of course, I immediately, thinking of Peter Lynch's thought um, beating the street, you know, look, look out there to what everybody's doing stores that are busy, stuff that people have. And I thought, don't oh, that zoom, that'd be a great thing. It was a publicly held company is a publicly held company. And then someone said to me, No, you know, we, we talked to financial advisors, and they're saying, Well, it's probably not going to grow that much. Microsoft's got a product, which by the way, is a hell of a product, I'm not going to mention their name, because they don't pay us any kind of um, advertising fee. Of course, neither does Zoom, but we're talking about Zoom anyway. And, um, you know, I wish I had have invested some money in that when the opportunity was there. I think it's up like six, 700%. Um, so the, the Zoomer would have been a, would have been a, would have been a, a good call. Would have been a good buy. Yeah. And I was on the right track and then I let somebody talk me out of it. And, um, you know, I'll regret that for a long time to come. What are you going to do? Another thing to look at, have you made all your retirement contributions? You want to make sure that you can max those out. If you've got some um, money in the bank and you've still got some contributions, you might want to think about doing that. Make sure that that portion of your, your uh, financial life this year is, is filled in or, or, or completed. 
some other things you might think about, not completely um, financial, but financial related. Hey, is your career on track? Are you doing what you want to do? Are you moving in the right direction? I mean, so many times we, we just keep doing what we're doing. And if the purpose of your job is just to bring in revenue and that's okay with you, that's great. But if there's something you want to do, something you want to accomplish, some mark you want to make, um, now's the time of year where you sit down and you think about, wow, is my, is my career on track? For that matter, are they appreciating me, you know, and what I'm doing? I mean, if you're not appreciated in, in what you're doing at the office or on the, on the Zoomer, um, maybe it's time to think about doing something else, you know? How about this? Um, are you living where you want? A lot of people just live where the company tells them to go, but maybe more and more important, are you living where you want? And thoughtful people are also saying, wow, what's the income tax structure where I want to live? Will that affect some kinds of some of the decisions that I make? And, you know, tax in California, income tax is what, 10%, 12%, something like that. I hear in Washington Texas, some other places, uh, Nevada, it's zero, you know, that may fit into where you want to live. Think about that. Um, and here's something kind of, kind of odd, but I think you should think about, did I have enough fun? You know, is, did, did I have enough enjoyment, satisfaction, gratification, fun? Did I spend some time having enough fun? So think about that. Yes, really. On the Financial Wellness Podcast, we're talking about having fun because you need to sharpen the saw. And if you don't know what I mean by that, you need to go to Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, because the seventh habit is sharpen the saw. We've talked about it. Mm -hmm. Those of you that are steady listeners know it, get it, dig it. But those of you that are just maybe digging in, you've got some some background um, thinking to to do about that. So take a look at these things. Think about these things as the year is closing out. Go off by yourself or lock yourself in a closet. Go for a walk. Spend, I mean, you don't need to spend a ton of time, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. Take a few notes. You don't have to fill out a whole new notebook. You don't have to fill out a, a big chart. We don't have any kind of, you know, tool or something like that to sell you. Just write down some of your impressions on a piece of paper or, or kick them into your phone, um, you know, on the app where you can um, store documents or, or type a few things and um, set it out so that you can revisit it and think about it, especially, especially in the weeks ahead as we start to think about, you know, what's our goals? What are we going to do with, with next year? What is next year going to look like? Um, you know, it seems to me there's going to be a, a huge reemergence of, of the economy and business and people getting out, you know, as we continue to social distance and the virus starts to hit. But I, I think things are going to begin to begin to open up a little bit. And there's a huge opportunity for all of us there. So these are just some things to think about as we get to the end of the year. This is Dave Hagan. And you're listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast.
You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications. Let's listen in now as Dave answers some emails. All right. We've got an email here from Jeff. You want to read that, Brian? You got it, Dave. Um, Jeff writes, hi, Dave. Hope you are well. I want to offer some gratitude for all the help and advice we've received from you, sir. So thank you. But I also have a question. I just returned to the U.S. from Britain as my father passed away and I needed to help my mother. I realized that there is a cost associated with funerals, etc., and wondered how someone should save so they have the funds to take care of such an occasion. Should they have a separate fund? Thanks in advance, Jeff. All right. Well, first of all, Jeff is a is a big, big fan of TFWP. He sent us a couple of uh, emails um, over the years. So we send a big shout out to Jeff and thank him for listening and, and for continuing to, um, you know, send in emails. I've had an opportunity to, to, uh, to talk with Jeff on a couple occasions and he's got this great British accent. I mean, you would, you would really get a kick out of it, Brian. It's, I mean, it's a really wonderful thing to have a conversation with someone with a, a real legit, um, British accent. So, uh, keep those emails coming on in, Brian, or, or not Brian, but Jeff. And, um, you know, next question, go to the financialwellnesspodcast.com, hit the button and record your question so that uh, Brian can uh, get a sampling of the, of the, the great accent. So <laughs> the, the question is, is there some way to, um, you know, save for the cost of a funeral because, um, um, Jeff had recently had to go over to Britain and, and uh, his father had passed away and, and our, our condolences, um, Jeff as, as well, but a couple of thoughts on that. I mean, yeah, I suppose you could pay for it out of your emergency fund. I mean, that's kind of an emergency and that's what emergency funds are for, but more importantly, a lot of times, you know, the costs of the, of the funeral should come from the deceased person's estate. Um, you know, and, and, and when, when there's a probate or when there's a trust, um, one of the first things that it says always before it gives out any specific bequests is, you know, hey, I direct that all the expenses of my last illness and my funeral be paid out of the estate. So, you know, hopefully this is something that is thought of by the person as they get a little older in life and they've set something aside there are also a whole raft of small life insurance policies out there that you can get um, that are payable um, on a person's death. So there might be a small amount. And these are small policies. They pay two, three, five thousand dollars like that. Um, so that's something that someone could get earlier in their life if they, if they want to do that. But if it's not possible to come from the uh, deceased person's estate, well, yeah, I mean, an emergency fund. I wouldn't set up a you know, a separate fund, you know, could you feature that, Brian? Um, I got my emergency fund. I got my long-term savings. I got my retirement and I got my fund for when my parents croak. That, that's kind of sucks. That's kind yeah, of a that's bummer, a you know, <laughs> the, the croak fund or something. Um, 
So, I mean, I guess it could come out of the emergency fund. Um, that would be the the next best place to do that if it hasn't already been thought of or, or set up. Um, but a couple other thoughts, you know, um, don't get upsold by the, the, the mortuary company. I mean, the person who's passed away doesn't care how elaborate their funeral is. You know, the funerals for the, the surviving people, the good words and the thoughts and, um, you know, the person's passed. They don't, they don't particularly care. And if a mortuary starts on you about, you know, hey, an appropriate legacy for this person and da, 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 don't buy into that. I mean, it, a funeral should be a nice ceremony. It should have a religious undertone if, if that's the, you know, the thoughts and the, and the needs and the desires of the deceased of the deceased spouse. Um, but don't, don't get upsold on the, you know, 24 karat engraved oak carved casket, da, 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 because it's probably just going to be cremated or put in the dirt, you know, don't get upsold too much. Um, and then the other thought was don't get pinned down to pay for it as the most successful kid. I've had lots of um, circumstances where people have come to see me, um, you know, a lot of times with some pretty severe financial issues. And one of the debts that they're carrying is, well, you know, my, you know, Aunt Tilly died and all of the kids showed up and no one had any money. And they thought that I was the one that had the money. And, you know, I didn't want to say that I didn't have the money. So I, you know, borrowed money to, to pay for that funeral. And, and don't get pinned down in that. If there's not money available, there's very, very reasonable, um, you know, minimal ways to still conduct a, a funeral and, and have a burial or a cremation or a, um, you know, a, 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 what they do at sea, those kinds of things. Um, and they're still extremely respectful and they're still um, very important and poignant um, ceremonies and events. So don't get, don't get pinned down with, you know, hey, you're from the United States, you must be rolling in it, or you're the most successful kid and we want the big oak carved gold plated casket da, 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 da. don't don't get pinned down in in that kind of stuff but those are my thoughts jeff and and again thanks again for those emails keep them coming send us an audio one that would be great um and we'll go from there and again our condolences yes absolutely absolutely I'm the one talking about the the crazy funny stuff, and Brian's job is to like always pull me back down to earth and go, um, Dave. Remember, it's it starts with condolences, dude. That's that's Brian's job to keep me tethered down to earth, buddy. And and thank you for that. I appreciate that. Well, that's all we got this week. I think that's going to be a wrap. Tune in next week. We're going to talk about uh, some more thoughts on Christmas shopping a TFWP and coronavirus style. I think there's some good stuff to talk about. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, 
Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.